and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. Um, we're once again joined by Paddy Savage as we look forward to another interesting week of action. Paddy, as we were discussing on uh, our results show the other day, this is going to be such a big week for the senior um, teams as their championship starts next week. And you have teams um, trying to continue the momentum on teams that are still trying to get their first win of the season. Definitely, Sean. Look, um, you know, it's sort of hard to believe it's you know, it's, it's going to be strange for a lot of teams because you know you're so used to you start this, you start the league in April, and championship is you know it's almost like two seasons. Championship so far away. You're maybe build, you're building up surely to the start of the league. Um, you know, you've done three or four games. You have your county men, um, and there's a big, you know, a big build up for that. And then it's almost like a bit of a lull, and you're trying to build up again. Um, you know, in July and August time usually, but now you're just you're only just started and. Um, Suddenly, you're not only a championship but a knockout championship. You know, in the under the group stages, you know, you you're able to play your way into it a wee bit. Um, I know ourselves last year we had her enough performance probably against Colville and a horrendous performance against uh, Pierce Oak, and then we, we played Calvi in the final group game. And you know, because we were still at the group stages, well, we improved sort of as the competition went on. But there's none of that. You know, look, we're we're sitting here in, on a Wednesday evening, and in ten days' time half the senior teams are going to be out you know they're going to be held the championship so like that that's a massive uh, this is just such an important uh, such an important week uh, preparation everything about it you know most of the games are on Friday uh, and possibly all the senior games are maybe Friday uh, to try and give uh, teams the, the maximum um, preparation for championship but yeah look it's just it's a huge week uh, for anybody involved in the senior team um we're at the, you know, we're sort of on, you know, on, on, on a knife edge, uh, absolutely everything on the line, and um, preparation is going to be absolutely critical. Yeah, as you say, Paddy, um, obviously we'll touch on it as the show goes on, but um, for a couple of teams, around three league clashes maybe never been more important. You look at Cross McLean and the Harps, for example, they're meeting this week, and as we mentioned on our results show the other day, one of these teams is going to go into the championship having been beaten three times in a row. So it is really interesting that you know a third round league game is going to hold so much weight heading into the championship. Um, but we'll just start today's show, Paddy, with the junior division, and Claddy picked up their first points there on Tuesday night. They defeated Newtown by a point, so they've got off the mark and. You're just looking at it and you're looking at maybe the likes of Derry Noose and Dorsey. That's probably the big one this week. And as we, as we keep saying, these big teams, the likes of Derry Noose, Arog, um, Blake Forkhill, they're starting to come to the fore and they have another week until their championship starts. Um, they'll get two more league games in. The same as every other league, it's crucial that they're continuing to build towards the championship. Yeah, and just when you mentioned the junior there, uh, Sean, it's probably worthwhile just uh, taking a minute when you mentioned Newtown that game last night. That was on Tuesday night, of course, because the the sad passing of Demi Hollywood. Um, and it's probably just you know pointing out the the contribution that that, that Denny made to the GEA, um in Newtown in particular and South Armagh as a whole. You know, be well known. He's a father, Dennis Hollywood, who'd be so so well known both as our games development and the coaching side. Uh, in Armagh and you know from his playing career and particularly that uh, that day that uh, Dennis is always remembered for in uh, for Mama in uh, 1993 when he got those goals and the comeback but um, no, no, Denny Hollywood was a huge figure of the GEA um, 
in Newton Hamilton um, and held, you know, he was the he died as a as a club president and had been secretary, chairman, senior manager, whatever it whatever it took um, to keep the thing going. So um, yeah, just uh, it was notable that's why the game was there last Tuesday. In terms of this week's games, definitely the um, I gave you mentioned the Derry News uh, and Dorsey huge game Friday night, and then you've got Four Kill and Arrow. Uh, as well on Sunday, so you, you've definitely got a couple of couple of games there that are going to be you know massively important. Um, you know, uh, Arrow have got the two out of two. They, they, they'd be you expect them to be competing up near the the top of the division, and then your four kill had absolutely brilliant results um, at the start of the to start off. Didn't get their game played last week, uh, so you, you you have two unbeaten teams there, and I suppose another one. Um, just sort of at the other, there's probably a better split in the games this week, uh, Sean. You know, uh, you know, this, this should be all very competitive. Um, you've got Mola Brack there, you know, they're at home to the St. Michaels, um, who are on the turnaround very, very quickly there from the Tuesday to Friday. So, um, Mola Brack will hopefully be very competitive in that one. Yeah, there's some big games, and as you say, um, most of the teams are evenly matched this weekend, and that obviously makes for more competitive outings for all the teams. And I suppose you could say the same in the Division 2B we'll move on to now. And you're looking at the likes of Kerr, Kruppen and Katie this weekend. Um, two unbeaten teams, Kerr, Kruppen of course, through their first game against Wolf Tones before beating Blackwatertown there last Sunday. Um, but as again, still unbeaten and Katie have won their first two games. You're probably looking at that as the standout game. But, you know, there's so many competitive games in every division you know, the Ballyhag and Wolf Tone one is another one. You have Middletown and Portmore. And then you're looking at College Land and Clonmore, who, you know, Clonmore four points, College Land have zero. But with home advantage, College Land will be fancying themselves this week. Oh, definitely. Again, it's not, you have that issue. You lose your first two games. You start to get maybe a wee bit desperate and you need the points. And, you know, home game. Yeah, College Land, they need, a, they need a win quickly. And, um... They'll be hoping to, uh, to pick that up uh, this weekend. And it's the same with Katie and um, Kiara Kruppen, you know, two of the farm teams that that are in the division. And you're looking to get, although Kiara Kruppen haven't won their first two games, they haven't been beaten yet. So they're going to look to keep that trend going for as long as they can. Oh, definitely, because, you know, we've only got the, only got the 10 games. Uh, we've only got seven before this league splits. And... You know, in a tight division, like like most of them will be, to be honest, uh, one or two results could make the difference between, you know, sneaking into that top half and being able then to get a par- couple of games together and go for promotion or being stuck in a bottom half um, and, you know, you're seeing not pan out the way you want it to be. So, yeah, look, these games are critical, uh, Sean. And you're looking at Middletown there who came down from Division 2A last year. They now sit second from bottom um, with no points after two games. They host Blackwatertown this weekend and, you know, the same as we're talking about likes of College Land and Ballyhagen there, they need to get a win, they need to get off the mark soon and, you know, it's very tough for the likes of Middletown and Katie there, a dual club, you know, you know Middletown played on Tuesday night there and now they have to turn around and play a football game on Friday night. It's very difficult for the likes of them dual clubs, isn't it, Paddy, to with that quick turnaround of just three days? Yeah, I mean, you know, even just being in a football club, I know we found a real quick turnaround this week. That you have a, you have a game on Sunday, and then you had a session on you, know, you won really only probably one training session then up until the Friday. 
But if you were to say the football monitor in Middletown, you know, the football game last weekend, um, you know, in terms of getting the tactical stuff, you have such level chance because they're playing, I see they're a good win there against Sean Tracy's uh, away from home on a, on a Tuesday night. So, you know, that'll be a bit of tired one having to travel up to Lurgan on a Tuesday. You know, they're probably not going to get, you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, the, the, if the, fo- the football manager's seen them once, uh, he'll have been doing well. Um, and, you know, the, this is, you know, it's, it's definitely really difficult, you know, for teams at this stage when asked to play sort of Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Friday. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many players are, are involved in that, but it, I know it tends to be quite a few. Um, and it's a massive ask of any player, never mind an amateur player, never mind an amateur player coming coming in off a three, four-month break, you know, where they weren't able to train with a team. So, you know, Middletown have done really, really well to get the... Um, or Shikari have done really, really well uh, uh, initially, and, and Middletown will be... They'll be really hoping that they can get a win, uh, get a win quickly. And obviously them two teams meet in the first round of the Intermediate Championship and in the first round of the Hurling Championship. So we'll definitely be keeping our eyes on uh, them two teams in the coming weeks. Um, and we'll move uh, on to the Division 2A, Paddy. And another team would have caught your eye is White Cross. Um, they're the only team in that division with four points on top of the table. And they meet Sarsfields this week in what is probably the big big game this weekend. Definitely. I mean, Sarsfields were... They were relegated last year. They're a really, really competitive um, team. Uh, you know, even have been at senior level. Um, I cross would be glad to be at home in that in that game. Um, and yeah, that's that, that 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 looks like the pick of the ties. Um, and you know, look quite cross. You know, got two wins. They're managed to sort of avoid the with a couple of abandonments, unfortunately, in the division. So. You know, there's going to be refixtures and you know different things. So getting the points on the board um, is even more important. Getting them, getting them there um, early on. And two interesting things about them: White Cross wins. They've both came away from home, so they had to go to St Paul's last weekend, and they got a four-point win. And they met Tully Sar in the first week out away from home, and they got a good win there. So they'll be looking forward to finally getting a game on home soil this week. And um, from their point of view, hopefully picking up another two points. But you look at the rest of the league and um, Clan de Gale and Tully Sarn, I mean Clan de Gale had that game of Bond the other day um, that we discussed on Tuesday's show. Themselves and Shane O'Neill's will be looking to push on this week and get a get a game, get a good competitive game under their belt after what happened last weekend. Yeah, well Clan de Gale, you'd, you'd probably make reasonable favours against Tully Sarn, um even though I know Tully Sarna had a good eight point victory last week, um, Shane O'Neill's the um, same. Uh, you know, they're going to, they have an away game. And it's a big game for Cullerville. You know, they've had a unfortunate, uh, whatever happened their first day, you know, the game about in the first day out. They've had a bad beat, they've had a bad beating against um, Sarsfields. And, you know, they are really going to want to try and get their, their season into um into some sort of shape. They've got a home match uh, Friday night, and that's pretty critical. You know, for a team that was senior last year, um, the last thing you want to be looking at is you know the potential for two relegations on the bounce. Um, so you know they're you know they, they will really really need to try and get something out of Friday night. And the, as tight as these games are, and as we build towards the championship, um, you look at the likes of Colville there, and they have home advantage this weekend. And I know. 
just the way results have went, they're going to be underdogs against Shane O'Neill's, but they'll really, really want to put in a good performance this week, just to get off the mark and try to get off the bottom of that um, the table. And the same with Tiernogue, they've had two games, two losses, and they'll be the same. They have home advantage this weekend against St Paul's. Um, both those sides looking to get off um, off the mark. Neither of them has picked up a point yet. Um, but Paddy, we'll move on to the senior division, and I really want to zone in on the senior um, 1A and 1B this week. Just, as we said at the start, given that it's such a huge game for um, teams this week, the teams at the top of the tables, they want to keep their momentum going and keep their winning streaks going, while the teams at the bottom, they sort of want to get off the mark. And we mentioned the likes of Cross McLeand and Armagh Harps heading into the championship with no points is going to be very difficult to raise their game and it's going to be a big boost to whoever they're meeting. But I'm just looking at that Division 1B and obviously the Grange and yourselves, Cully Hanna, that's the big one this week. Um, when you go into the championship, the Grange play Cleve and Cullihanna play Pierce Oaks, two winnable games so if one of these teams goes into the championship three wins from three they're going to be massive have a massive chance of going through to that quarter final yeah well I mean no matter what you know they're you know both ourselves are great we're going to be playing a team that's uh, in a division above us um, and you know look those Glavy and Pierce Oaks they're they're a division above us for a reason um, you know and, uh, and the results over the last while reflect that um Part of the game Friday night, yeah, look, um, it's the sort of game you want to know from a Colliana perspective, you want to be playing the, the, the toughest game you can, leading up into the prep, you know, preparing for a, a team that are operating at a higher level, and look, Grange, uh, Grange have been the, the, by far the most impressive team in the uh, in Senior B so far, um, you know, the Reds are probably surprised, you know, I think a few people were maybe surprised that, that um Expected Clanair to beat them the first game, and Grange beat them well, beat them by five points. Uh, you know, in the, in the first game at senior level, and uh, you know, then went away, and that was a really impressive result. And I know from the people who were there, suggesting it was a really good performance by Grange, and that the McKennas were, uh, you know, playing really, really well for them, and kicked, you know, kicking eighteen points away from home is um, really significant achievement. Uh, so look, they'll obviously. You know, they'll want to keep that going. I mean, that, go, that probably doesn't even need to be said. You're, you're right, Sean. Um, teams going in with, uh, you know, if you're going in with uh, you know, three wins, um, even if it is at the lower level, you'll you, you, you go into the you go into the championship with confidence. Yeah, and that you talked about the Buchanan's and the likes of Ethan Roberty there. You know, all the Grange big names, and it's easy knowing who they are, and it's a bit more difficult trying to stop them, Paddy, as you'll probably find out on Friday night. Um, yeah, because you've got the likes of Ben Toll there and uh, Justin Cairn as well, you know, so it's not even as though, you know, you can all sort of be attracted to the sort of the county names as such that you're used to seeing for Armagh, but they have a, they have a lot of good players there, um, and, you know, they've obviously really targeted the league at the start, you know, saying, look, they're, they're intermediate champions, um, they want them, once you win intermediate championship, your next thing is always want to establish ourselves as a senior team now. And they've hit the ground, they've really hit the ground running on a fair play to them. Yeah, and then they've marked Hole, he's on the county team as well, and the likes of Dermot Roverty was an all-star midfielder last year, so they seem to have a really good all-round solid team. Um, so they're definitely a team I'm looking forward to seeing um, over the rest of the year. And another team we're going to talk about, Potty, is St Peter's, and they run the grains close, got beat by two points last weekend. Um 
And I don't want to talk about the championship too much. Obviously, we'll leave that to next week. But the St. Peter's going into this game against um, Mullabon this week. They're eyeing Armagh Harps in the first round of the championship. They're thinking if the Armagh Harps is going in with no points picked up, three losses, and St. Peter's have maybe built up a bit of momentum, they're they're looking at a, a, a big scalp lane in the championship. Oh, yeah, look, you know, there's... It's such a strange year. Um, Sean, that, you know, it, it, it's going to be hard to predict, you know, to predict too much, but uh, absolutely, um, you know, St. Peter's will be... You know, St. Peter's will be fancying their chances if they if they go in saying that the you know the Harps have had a bad run. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to I don't want to overemphasize that because you know as, as I was saying earlier in terms of Cleary and, and Pierce Oaks, you know there's a reason that those sides are in one A and there's a reason the sides are in one B are there. Um, either because you know they've just been progressing or they've been in one A and they've uh, and they've dropped back down. So um, I think all is that operating at a higher level is going to be a help, but. It can just depend, you know, how a team is going. Um, and, you know, the other, I say, the other thing is that you're just not getting much of a um, lead into the championship. You know, sort of usually we'd wrap up the leagues, and you know, maybe some teams mightn't have you know everything to play for in the in the final game. You know, they might be safe, or they might already be promoted or relegated. And then you've maybe got a couple of weeks leading into the champion, you know, into the group championship. Whereas now, you know, we've got this third league game Friday night, and that's it. Um, and then suddenly, you know, there'll be some teams turning around a week later, um, and uh, you know, playing challenge up the following Friday night, and over the course of the weekend, you know, as I say, the next Sunday night, there'll be you know half the senior teams in Armagh are going to be out of the championship. Yeah, and you look at Mullabon and Alarkmore, who are the two bottom teams um, in Division One B, and they obviously meet in the first round of the championship. So they'll both want to get wins this weekend. Alarkmore, they're away to Silverbridge. While um, Mullabon are away to St Peter's, so they're the only two teams in Division One B who meet each other in the first round of the championship. So you know, imagine it's a bit of a fair playing field meeting somebody in your own division. Um, so they both obviously want to get off the mark this weekend and build a bit of momentum heading into the championship. Yeah, they both they both got really difficult games there, Sean. You know, like they both having to travel a long way on a on a Friday night. You know, mentioned that before. Um, you know, say the likes of the likes of Mullapan there, you know, I don't know how many boys that would have maybe working in working in Dublin. I know it's always been an issue for us and trying to get up to um trying to get up to St Peter's for a half seven throw wins a big ask, you know, and I'm sure it's the same for Anik Moore going down to Silver Bridge. So those are know every year that's one thing we would look at, you know, what's what are your what, you know, what are your furthest journeys, your stars fields, your ma um your Maharis, your St Peter's, your St Paul's, um and now you're doing those on a are you doing those on a Friday night or a Wednesday night? Are you doing them on a Sunday? Um, and it really, it really makes a difference. And then you look at the final game we have to mention is Clannoran against Modern, and then two teams meet. Uh, obviously, teams above them in the championship. They'll both want to get it off the mark here. Clannoran had a, a obviously defeated against Grange in the first game, and then they came away with a six point win over Mullabon. The last day out when Madden and Silverbridge was called off last weekend. So both these teams would they'd know each other fairly well, Paddy. They've sort of been in this division with each other for a few years now. They've met recently in the championship. Madden have always seemed to have held up her hand against Clanarn. And as we've said a couple of times now, we're waiting on this Clanarn team to come. Um, they haven't, with the group stages the last two years... Um, Clannoran have yet to win a game in the championship. 
they've grown more in the championship of the first round this year. They're going to really want to establish themselves now. These these young boys that have come up, the likes of Ryan Owens, Connor Herbert, Barry McCambridge, you know, they're sort of established senior players nearly by this stage. So they're going to really want to establish themselves now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you know, actually, it doesn't seem so long ago, Sean, that, you know, Conor Tarpet was making waves for Armagh right back at the at the start of the year, you know, I mean, that's, that's you know, it's been six months or so ago, there was so much water under the bridge in, uh, in the world in general since then, but, um, yeah, look, those players you mentioned are stat footballers, um, definitely both of those teams will, um, be fancying their chances of an upset in the um, in the championship. I mean, Madden really, really well organised team. You know, they did a decent run starting that great win over Mahari last year. Um, so you know, they they know that they can compete against the best. Um, we were we, we were lucky enough probably to get out of more than lucky enough. We were we were definitely fortunate to get out of Madden um, the first game with a with a one point win, which got them three goals. So that'll be a, that'll be a really really good game. Uh, you know, and uh, that one's you know probably pretty much fifty fifty. Not more, you know, not not much more than that. You maybe slightly give Clan Iron, uh, you make them slight favourites because they're at home, but that's probably the only reason, really. Yeah, um, again, like the rest of the divisions, party really tight to call them games, evenly matched games. You would imagine, especially that Cullihanna Grange and Clan Iron Madden are two really evenly matched games that. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to put any money on certainly at this stage, um. But we'll go to the Division One A now, Paddy, and again, it's so hard to call. And I suppose when you look at the likes of Cross McLean and Armagh Harps, as we've said at the bottom of the league, neither team picking up points. This is the most important round three league game maybe they've ever played. Yeah, um, and you know, like the Harps there, you know, they've only lost by. They've only lost by a point. Um, they've just been conceding. They haven't ever get goals themselves and they're conceding them. They've lost by a point in two games in a row. But they are meeting a wounded tiger um, in cross. Um, they have to fancy cross, really, on on, on Friday night. To, uh, to, to be honest, Sean, it's just so hard to believe there's not going to be a reaction out of that team, you know, from, uh, you know, I'm sure it was a very difficult week for them. Yeah, look, they leave the league and, you know, it's not. I think everybody knows it's not reflective of what's going to be happening uh, in a couple of weeks. But at the same time, you still know. You know, there's no team wants to get beaten by 23 points, um, especially you know a club with the stature of Cross McGlen Rangers. Um, so you know, there. Say when the Ireland Harps management saw that result, I think that's the worst thing that could possibly have happened them for going to Cross now next and now this week. Look, it'll be a really, really intriguing game. Um, just to say, it's just unfortunate this week that all the games are sort of on at once, so um, not being able to get as many as you know, would usually like. But uh, yeah, look, that'll be one that will be um, you know lo- looking forward to seeing what happens. But uh, well, I suppose I, I know I, I predicted a cross win last week, and that didn't that, that didn't work out for me too well. But uh, I think cross will just about fine enough now on Friday evening. Um, and maybe you know uh, you could win the line against the Harps. Yeah, I agree with you, Paddy. I think Cross McLean, especially when they were beaten at home by 23 points last week and they get an odd chance to redeem themselves at home again, I would nearly feel sorry for the Harps. They really, you don't know what they're walking into on Friday evening. It, it could be, you imagine that Cross McLean's going to have a huge reaction. Um, Stephen Curran's really going to get his team up for this. The week before the championship, uh, you know, they're really going to be up for this. They're really going to want to get their first win 
and meeting a big team like the Harps that they've been rivals with over the last few years, it's probably the game Cross McGlenn want more so than the Harps want. Um, Cross McGlenn maybe want this big game to bounce back and get back on track. And of course you mentioned Bally McNabb and they such a huge impressive win last week. They meet the Oaks on Friday night, who also had an impressive win last weekend against Mahre, beating them by a goal. I suppose from Bolly McNabb's point of view, the only concern would be, you won by 23 points last week. You know, is there going to be a dip in form this week? Is um, It's going to be maybe difficult to get to that level again. Yeah, um, you know, they're, you know, thought maybe that... Um you know, I'm sure probably the Pierce Oaks management were at that game as well, you know, because the, the Pierce Oaks game wasn't the Sunday afternoon, so they'd have learned something from that as well. Um, there are a couple of teams that are actually that could be playing, playing each other later on in the um, championship too. Yeah, no, that'll, be, that'll definitely be an interesting one. Uh, look, if Bally McNabb were able to um, get the ball um, in the amount of space that Jack Rugan had last Friday night, they'll be very hard to stop, but you know, thought the Pierce Oaks would be coming up with plans to, to try and counteract that. Um, that's probably a tough enough one to tough enough one to call. To be honest, it's probably not going to be an awful lot of empty Pierce Oaks. That would have been a massive boost for them beating Mahari. You know, we're, we're coming off a, a good result against Cross, so that one's definitely really really hard to call. And as you touched on there, Paddy, um, Shane McConville's obviously a very shrewd manager. Um, he knows he knows what he is at at this stage. And I would say he would relish a go with Bally McNabb now. They've put a, nearly a name tag on themselves with that um, big win last week. And you would imagine McConville would love welcoming them to Pierce Oak Park on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, look, Shane McConville is one of the shrewdest people involved in RMA football and has been for for a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Pierce Oak will be able to say, well, look, you know, Bally McNabb had such a good result. You know, the, the, the country's talking about them. You know, they are the favourites and... They're coming here, um, and you know I'm sure that'll be the sort of narrative that nobody's expecting anything of us. But um, you know I'd say they'll have a they'll have a plan well worked out, and you know that one again that one's you know, really really difficult one to call I think. And you look at Mahari, who we've discussed there with um, their loss last weekend. They're meeting Green Moore this week, who obviously didn't play. They were meant to play Clevey last weekend, and it didn't work out with Clevey. Um, Stop on their games due to the COVID nineteen testing, um. So they're meeting Green Moore, who come off the back of a good win against um the Harps the first day out. Not an overly impressive performance, but a win's a win. They they'll take two points whenever they can get it. And I think Graham Moore will relish Mahari coming to them on Friday night, and that's a really tight physical game. You would imagine. Yeah, um, yeah, a couple of physical teams. You know, you said just the. Uh Looking, Kevin Falloon sound uh, the referee, it, and you know that's the that's the sort of that sort of physical style. Um, and suit the you know the, the referee allow that game to flow, um, which you know supporters always say they like to see. Look, I think Barry are, you know, I still think Barry are going to have a big say in, in, uh, at the top of the division. Um, but you know that's the you know if Barry are going to go on and challenge. Um, you know, challenge to win the league. You know that's the this 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 the sort of game they're going to be going to be tested in. And Great Moore, they're obviously trying to push on. Last year they were semi finalists, and um, took Bally McNabb till extra time in the semi final. 
they're going to try to push on now and prove that they're at this level and a win over Mahari would certainly be the right direction. Yeah, Graham were one of them clubs, you know, things, one of those things sort of things have to get, you know, sort of get bad before they get better because they had a really, really tough season in, uh, in 2018, Sean, you know, but then, you know, once you have a tough season like that, you're maybe able to sort of galvanise the troops and say, look, you know, we need to try and improve things and then they had a brilliant 2019 and you know, certainly we've only seen them in one game so far, but they've you know did a goal scoring threat. Um, you know, that, I know that game, that game was live on TV. I saw the the winning goal was a you know, really really brilliant flick. Um, you know, superbly well taken goal. So you know they'll be you know they'll be looking to try and get. You know, they think look, we can get another win. That's two out of two, and you know we can maybe look at trying to get into that top four. Yeah, and the I've ran Ravery back this year and. That's maybe a bit of a spark they were missing in the forward line. The good footballers up there, the likes of Liam Doyle and Jason O'Neill. Um, Jason O'Neill's obviously a well-established free-taker, as is Liam Doyle. But they maybe didn't have somebody that you know could really go direct at teams and uh, create goal chances. And Ryan Rafferty's maybe that man this year, so he could maybe push them on another gear in 2020. It'll be interesting to see how he develops into the team. And the last one we're going to touch on, Paddy, then, is obviously the league leaders, Drummond T, two wins from two, um, the only team on four points, and they meet Cleve this weekend, who beat the Oaks quite convincingly the first day out by six points. This is sort of difficult to know, Paddy, what way this game's going to go, or what to expect from the likes of Drummond T or Cleve. Yeah, look, that's a massive derby game for them. Um, you know, they're, they're two neighbouring clubs, um... You know, we've had a lot of battles over recent years. Um, you know, they're both in the in the same division last year. Um, Drummond T, you know, I'm sure confidence is um, sky high with them because I don't think, I think realistically anybody expected them that um, you know that they'd be the, the only team after two games that won both of theirs. Um, you know, and, and not, not you know not not only uh, have the one both you know uh, you know have the one both their games that then against. You know, two of the traditionally stronger teams over the last uh, two, or th- uh, last three or four years in Armagh football um, in, in Barry McNabb and uh, and Armagh Harps. I'm sure both those, you know, the way they'll be looking at this game is, you know, that the, they're both unbeaten. You know, Cleve only played one game, so you can't read too much into that. But that is just this. This one's a perfect build up for championship because you know the last thing that a manager would want is maybe boys being a wee bit flat and going in, you know, going into. Championship, uh, you know, thinking, oh, look, I don't want to get injured in this game, and you know, we're only a week away, um, and looking ahead of it. But with Drummond T playing Cleavy, that's the one thing you could be sure of is that both sets of both sets of players will be completely focused on on, on Friday night, uh, because it's a derby game that both want to win, and look straight to see Cleavy back playing. Um, you know, uh, they'll want to, you know, I'm sure they'll be they'll have been to get back, you know, difficult um, week or so for the club, and they'll be rare to get back onto the pitch. Um, at the football, do they talk in the game, which is what we all want to see. I suppose Drummond T, um, as you said, they went into them first two games against um, two of the bigger teams in the county and came away with victories on both occasions, but they're going into this game as favourites this weekend, Paddy, and um, I know they have home advantage, but do you think will there be a wee, wee bit of pressure on them that they've seen off Bally McNabb, they've seen off the Harps, now they're expected to go three from three, will there be a wee bit of pressure in on the players' shoulders, do you think? I think it's just going to be more that they'll, they'll know that this game means a lot, um, you know, to their own to their own supporters. Um, you know, it's a big bonus to them that they've 
you know, got those couple of wins. Um, and well, I'd say that'll be the biggest thing in their, you know, in, in their minds is that you know, this game means a lot to supporters of both clubs, and they really, really want to win it. Um, it's a derby match, and the fact that one those, I think all it'll do is be good. To, you know, it'll give them that bit, it'll give them that bit of confidence. Um, you know, they'll know that in most people's minds, it's the 50-50 match. And something you touched on there, Paddy, um, I'll just repeat it, that it's great to see Clevey back and everything sorted. And obviously they released a statement um, the other day saying that they had 125 COVID-19 tests within the club and everything came back all clear. So it's good to see Clevey back onto the field. And obviously there was a bit of a concern so close to championship with teams starting to pull out. But it seems every team's got the all clear this weekend. Fingers crossed that continue, continues. And we'll look forward to another exciting week as we lead up to the championship. So thanks very much for joining us, Paddy. It was great having you on again. No problem. Thank you, Sean. The game changer slips inside.